Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where your boys, we always get something to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm your host, Nicholas Playlock. And I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And today, guys, if you are reading the title, the Blue Jays, they signed nine players. They've never played in Major League Baseball before, but they still signed nine players. Those are the international players, the 16, the 17-year-olds who come up through other countries and end up having some great careers. You know, we've had a lot of success at the Blue Jays with the international signings. So let's hope and let's break down. Uh, some of these players, let's hope that they're going to become players one day for the Blue Jays. And as well, we got to address some uh, some rumors about Blake Snell. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Before we do, guys, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to Blue Jays today. Mm-hmm, yeah, so the Jays went out. They signed a bunch of young guys. Now, most of the, in fact, I would argue that probably mm. all of these players you have most likely never heard of. I have never heard of these individuals until they literally popped up on my Twitter feed. But we're going to learn, guys, because these could be the players of the future. I mean, perfect example, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., that Who's was that, guy? that Yeah, literally, who is that guy? That is our superstar. He was an international uh, uh, free agent at one point, signed to the Toronto Blue Jays. You also had uh, Gabriel Moreno, same mm-hmm. same situation. Alejandro Kirk, same situation. There's been a lot of good players that the Toronto Blue Jays have grown, developed, and then either kept on their team or traded away for other assets that come from this international class. So mm-hmm. clearly they, they know what's going on uh, overseas. Yeah, they do. And you never know which ones could really hit. Obviously, you you know, for those who don't know how it works, is you got to kind of like, you, you know, you got to pay for these players. You got to sign them to a big bonus. You know, for example, Elvis Martinez, I think his bonus was $3.5 million. He was yeah. one of the top guys. And as you can clearly see, he's developing into one of our top pop prospects right mm-hmm. now, right? So uh, he got a big bonus uh, where, you know, it doesn't necessarily uh, translate, though. We've had other guys in our system, like, come through, and we've given bonuses of, like, what, $800,000? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, we didn't get one of the big, big bonus players, but we got good enough players that maybe one day they could be dudes. You well, never know. let's take a look at those guys right now. And, I mean, I think that, that that's a great sentiment that you just had there, too, like, talking about how the money doesn't really mean anything mm-hmm. because, let's face it, these these are kids. You know, 16 like they, Literally, like, they are 16. <laughs> so there is so much development that is, that is yet to happen, right? So you mm-hmm. can project all you want, but really you have no idea however the quote-unquote biggest name the Toronto Blue Jays got from this international class we got Franklin Rojas he's the kid Mm -hmm. standing there right on the left Venezuelan catcher Venezuela they are they can produce a mean catcher they have been doing so pretty regularly in in recent memory so this guy is getting paid 1.1 million dollars and I do believe that he was the 27th that's correct ranked guy 27th ranked guy in uh in all of the international signings again take it with a grain of salt because these kids still have a lot of time left to grow and develop and to get better yeah overall if you were to project i mean no one knows anything again because they're literal children uh but if you were to say how did the international free uh i almost want to say free agent class but kind of is the international class 
uh, do for the Blue Jays. I mean, it was not the best that we've seen. I mean, yeah, Frank Rojas is definitely a highlighting of it. But it's not, it's not the greatest, it's not the sexiest, it's not the flashy, it's not the Vladimir Guerrero Jr., it's not his brother. Right. <laughs> like, he he kind of highlighted it today, going over to the Mets, we'll look at that a little bit later. But yeah, we kind of got like, you know, the safer kind of floor of guys, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, more, do- we kind of spread it out, all of our signing pool money. Yeah, 100%, dude. But I, I mean, the fact that we went and we targeted a catcher, I kind of like that because, mm-hmm. I mean, I brought it up a little earlier here, but Moreno and Alejandro yeah. Kirk, both international guys, both catchers. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the Toronto Blue Jays, they know something about going out, finding a good catcher, and then developing them into a major league player, right? Mm-hmm. They've done that before. I would imagine that this kid being 16 years old, like, they see something there, even though he's ranked 27th, they could totally grow this kid into, into something really strong in, you know, six, seven years. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he, he's already taken on a bit of a leadership role uh, with the Venezuelan team, the under-12 World Cup in 2019 in Taiwan. Uh, and then in 2022, uh, he was also in the under-15 World Cup. And I think he was uh, declared, I saw somewhere else, they don't have it here, but he was the team captain. Yeah. So obviously he's got some big leadership roles and they like that. Uh, and now they kind of describe his player profile, but I could probably best describe it as kind of like Danny Jansen in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, because Danny Jansen, he swings the bat hard, has a good swing, and makes loud contact. There's no talking of him having a great, like, a pro de- approach at the plate or a great mm-hmm. contact, because that's more of an Alejandro Kirk kind of profile for the bat. But for, those, for his bat, it's a lot like Danny Jansen, and he's great behind the plate. Yeah. He's got great baseball IQs. Uh, it, and if you want me to toss it out there, he does have some good speed upside. Gabriel Moreno had that upside too. Yeah. So I wouldn't say he's projected to be like a Gabriel Moreno, but I could see him realistically becoming like a, another Danny Jansen for the future. 100%, dude. And I mean, clearly that is somebody who is working out very well with the Toronto Blue Jays. He's in the last year of his deal. That's mm-hmm. something that we got to talk about, him potentially getting oh, paid God. and sticking with the team. <laughs> but I like this a lot, man. I like this a lot that they're seeing something there, that he does have some similar characteristics to a player that we know and that we know uh, that we we love mm-hmm. Anna, and yeah, he absolutely could become a guy. Moving on from him, we got a few other dudes. We're not going to spend too long on these guys because, mm-hmm. again, I mean, like literally anything can happen, folks. We're talking about sixteen-year-olds here, so like right, right. they can they can change, they can develop. But I know that this Arius kid, he was yeah. up there as well. Uh, you know, they, yeah, uh, ranked thirty-fourth right there, and then you also had Guzman at at thirty-second. Uh, at, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, shortstop, outfielder. Looks like we're targeting the hitters. I'm all yeah. about because especially when you look over at our prospect pool too we do have a lot of pitchers in our prospect system right so go out get a few hitters i mean they are planning for the future uh both of them kind of you know similarly have some good characteristics have some stuff that they have to work on but that is to be expected about literal teenagers yeah i mean arias the one thing they really really love about arias is that he's kind of already filled out a bit more. They use this term filling out because obviously a 16-year-old doesn't have the man muscles. You know, no, you, know no, you don't have the adult, you know, characteristics, right? The physical characteristics. So, but what they like about Arius, he's already starting to develop that at 16. Mm. And he does have a lot of power. And there, he, for right now, he's kind of profiling like a corner outfielder right now. So for him, he kind of reminds me of like, uh, our, our Ravis Martinez, but for the outfield corners, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And hey, look, we don't have many outfielders in our system. And yeah, we're not going to see these this guy for six years, eight years, you know, even like touching the top of the prospect pool. Mm-hmm. But still, it's nice to know that we're adding depth there because that's something that the Blue Jays just do not have is yeah. any outfield depth at all. Yeah, yeah, 100%, dude. So that is what the Toronto Blue Jays have done with their international money. There is obviously literally six other players that we didn't yeah. even touch on here. They signed nine of them. They are a little bit further 
further down the, the pecking order as people have it right now. Yeah. But once again, you never know. Anything can happen with these players. So it's good to see the Toronto Blue Jays. They're going out. They're being active with it. See, it's like uh, those kind of players. Not not throwing any shade at these players. But you know when you're playing MLB The Show and you get a D potential? Right. That's, that's kind of what it is. You got a 55-year, you know, 55 is actually pretty good yeah. uh, for a D potential player. But, like, you know, that, that's what we're looking at right here. But, you know, keep your eye out for Rojas. He's the guy for the future. If you can remember him eight years from now, then, yeah, kudos to you. 100%. You remember that day. Yeah, and I mean, who cares, dude? If they're deep potential, you roll the dice, man. Yeah. You roll the roll dice, it. you never know, man. I, I always think back to, uh, to to Kevin Pillar and, like, his whole situation. Obviously, differently because he was drafted and everything. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. like, somebody who was literally nothing and then just, you know, became a guy, you know. And, and that can happen to literally anyone. Yeah. No, absolutely. You just got to fill out the system. And, you know, I know I know there's people in here saying Jay's need to prove on weakness, not strength. They're talking about Blake Snell. Uh, but just I'm using that for this point here. Uh, if you're ever worried about like, why do we get a catcher or why do we get these players? I think they're just picking best player available. Totally. Because totally. you, you can't see in 2030 what no, the team's going to no, look like right now. We're talking you know six, what I mean? We're talking six years down the line, guys. Like you have no idea what yeah. your team is going to yeah. need or your strengths or your weaknesses or like literally six years later from now. There might even be a good potential or possibility that nobody that's on the team right now is still on the team. You know, yeah, like yeah. everyone could be got a completely different squad. So it's just completely uh, impossible to project for what that's going to look mm -hmm. like. We mm -hmm. are going to get to the Blake Snell stuff momentarily, mm -hmm. folks. But first, quick shout out over here to uh, to Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s mm -hmm. brother. Uh, he got <laughs> he got uh, scooped up by the Mets. I was kind of wondering if the Jays might might look at this dude um yeah i mean maybe they did it would have been kind of kind of interesting having both the bros on the squad but the mets eventually you know they uh they locked him down yeah no it, it, they did and look it didn't even really cost that much no. I, I, i'm looking at it the first time one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. i don't know why we're not splashing that money around like why not bring him to the system you know well, what i mean i mean maybe again like everybody seemingly thinks that they know things about these players right. so you know potentially this kid just doesn't have the same type of uh firepower that you know him or, or his brother or his dad does you know i would have just did it for the fun you just know? because just because like you know? what let's do it yeah you know, who cares <laughs> we can make a we can make a vladdy father brother bobblehead yeah like, you what, have a three feet bobblehead right there for real like yeah even if he doesn't become anything like okay whatever one hundred seventeen thousand dollars. that's nothing to you blue jays literally, literally. who cares man it probably make um, guerrero happy too exactly yeah but apparently they saying. apparently they don't care about that right now because obviously and you know this is still an ongoing thing right now arbitration stuff happening oh yeah i did see oh, some yeah. people kind of uh, discussing this on the internet i don't want to get too deep into it um because at the end of the day like this is just something that happens in the mlb but it is kind of shitty because now like the, the way that it's it's kind of structured you now need to go and effectively argue as to why this player is not as valuable as as he thinks yeah, he is yeah. and then he has to argue against you and it's kind of like it pits you against one another so it's like you're pulling out all of these arguments as to like hey guerrero like you yeah. grounded into all these double plays hmm. you suck you know yeah, but yeah, we still yeah, want yeah. you but like you suck, you know? know. It's just so stupid, man. And, and I think that's one of the main reasons why they got the extension with Bo Bichette done. Just to avoid this. Avoid that conversation. Yeah. Instead of saying, okay, well, let's let's stop talking about how bad you are, how you're $2 million worth less than what you think you are. Mm -hmm. uh, instead, let's talk about how we can continue our relationship. Yeah. That's a much more healthier conversation. And when we, we first were talking about that, we kind of didn't address that reality. I'm mm -hmm. glad that we're bringing it up mm -hmm. right now. Because... 
I mean, that's the last thing you kind of want, right? Like, you want to have him focus on the game. If you had an offseason of just getting shit on while you're trying to improve, mm. going to the gym and getting better for your team, and then coming to the season your second last year, having that in the back of your mind, I'm thinking about free agency pretty soon. Well, exactly, right? And I don't want to overreact about this. I no, don't no, want to overreact no. because this is something, again, that happens to all MLB teams and that there's a lot of players that go through this, and it's a hard time to reach an agreement. And $2 million, that's nothing to scoff at. But it is a real mm -hmm. thing that if they do have to go deep into the process, they are going to have to go at each other. And, and there are going to be some potentially sour feelings. Mm -hmm. And that's something that if you're the Jays, you need to really consider and be like, OK, is this two million dollars? How much of it? How how much or, or how yeah. much? How much is that worth to how us? How much is it worth? Yeah. Um, you know, because like, do we really want to create a, a sour environment and get a bad taste in Guerrero's mouth? Or do we just want to suck it up, pay him the two mil, and hopefully we can lock him down later? Do you remember Corbin Burns on the Milwaukee Brewers? I think this came out in spring training when he had to go through his arbitration. Yeah, yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, and he, he got through it uh, this year. Shout out to Jeffrey Woodruff with shout the subscription. Out, shout out, thank you. Um, but uh, he, they went through it very quick this year, so everyone's like, oh, thank God, the drama's over. But back last year when he went through the same process. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Essentially, in an interview, Corbin Burns revealed that the Brewers told him he's the reason why uh, they, I think, either missed playoffs. I can't, I can't remember correctly. Yeah. They missed playoffs uh, two years ago or, or they lost in the playoffs. They, they basically blamed him. That that's the reason yeah, why the they The reason that their season ended is was, because was, of was, you, this literal Cy Young candidate. Literally. That's insanity. Pathetic. That's just insanity, dude. And, I mean, obviously, like, it's got to do with money. So they're trying every argument that they can, you know, to come up with as to why you, we need to save two or three or four yeah. million dollars on you. But there just comes a point where you have to ask yourself, like, yes, like three million dollars or two million dollars or whatever it was is a lot of money. But do we really want to create that bad uh, aura around this team? Because yeah, that's something that yeah. gets out there, right? I mean, Corbin Murphy yep. came out and he spoke publicly yep. about it. And then everyone was like, Milwaukee, what the frick? Yeah, you yeah. know, why are you doing this to your literal best player? That's not that's not a good public image, yeah. you know? Well, that well, what do you think they would say to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to bring down his dollars? Let's say they forget about trying to save the relationship. They're just like, okay, we're focused. We really got to get these dollars down right. for whatever reason. Horrible decision. Um what would they say to him? Oh, you you just aren't worth what you were supposed to be. Well, you okay. Know? I mean, I think actually, re like, they do have some arguments. They do have a great you argument. They, they are, do. The arguments are uh, you lead the league in gr uh, double plays grounded into. Mm -hmm. This is a this is a factual thing. This is literally mm -hmm. something that he has done. Uh, you are not here. nearly as good defensively. Uh, as as we think that you should be, even oh, though you want to go yeah, the but that's such year. a like a um, like yeah. last year you just were not there defensively speaking. 
Uh, so I think that those would be like two of the really big mm. ones. Uh, and then they would probably go back to, because again, this is a whole arbitration yeah, thing, right? Yeah. They probably go back to uh, 2021 and be like, okay, well, that's where we were starting to pay exactly. you. But like, you're not there anymore. That's so. what that, Cause that's what I'm looking at. Look, this was uh, in 2021, he was pre-arb. So yeah. like he got his first arbitration figure in 2022, in 2022 when they was Based like, oh, off of 2021. Oh, MVP too. Like you're, you know, that you're on Juan Soto kind of totally. you know, projection right yeah, now yeah. where you're like, okay, this guy's an MVP like every year. And then you just didn't. Mm. And so, yeah, your pre-arb is going to still, you know, your first year arb is going to kind of, you know, funnel into snowball well, it together. Impacts it impacts all the rest of, of the rest of the timeline. Right. So it, it, clearly, you got to be lower because you got we got to slow down that snowball because it's clearly not where we thought it was going to go. Yeah. No, I think that they actually have like a scarily uh, strong argument they there do. against Which Guerrero. Sucks. Uh, and, and yeah, that's the thing. Like if you're the Blue Jays, like you kind of want to exercise that because you want to save $2 million, but at the same point, like, yeah. you don't want to piss off your, your apparently star guy and then have him, you know, getting sour on you yeah. with two years left until free agency. So just stuff to consider there, guys. We do not want to blow this out of proportion, but something to think about. Yeah, it is for sure. Man, what is this team, guys? Look, look comment down below. Uh, wh what the hell is this team? If you got to this point in the video, like, because I'm thinking about the future of this team. Like, it was so clear to me, like, two years ago, like, we're going to sign one of Bo or Vlad. Mm -hmm. I have no idea if that's even going to happen anymore. It, I don't know if this team's going to be here to, uh, like, the same kind of characters next year. Yeah. yeah. That's how scary it is. I have some thoughts on that. But before I get into it, guys, mm -hmm. let's give a quick shout out to the sponsor of this video. Whoa, time for your daily Betway breather. A quick reminder that the best place to bet is on Betway. Must be 19 years of age or older to play in collaboration with iGaming Ontario. Please bet responsibly. Now, back to the content. Shout out to Betway, everybody. They are absolutely phenomenal. If you're interested in sports betting whatsoever, hop on to Betway. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, the general consensus around the Toronto Blue Jays right now uh, based on the offseason, based on how the last few playoff appearances have gone, based on effectively everything that we've seen in, in the last three years leading up to this point, uh, people are down. People are down on this team, and rightfully so. For I sure. mean, there is a reason to be angry, and there are also reasons to have a lot of concern with this ball team. Um, I was looking for an excuse to talk about this, and I think mm -hmm. this is perfect, though. Okay. Uh, as a lot of you guys know, and I was, people were commenting prior to us even going live, they were talking about how Green Bay <laughs> absolutely dismantled the the uh, Dallas Cowboys yesterday <laughs> on live television. That yeah, is something that yeah. happened. They dismantled the Dallas Cowboys. They embarrassed the absolute hell out of them. And uh, just a few months prior, I mean, that Green Bay Packers team – uh, was going nowhere. Uh, they was, there was no Jordan Love was terrible at football. Uh, there was no way that they were ever going to make playoffs. Uh, this is a full rebuild. Um, you, you know, like literally, like it was the epitome of bad. And I started to believe it as well. But it just goes to show, based on what they did yesterday to make it into playoffs, to have Jordan Love play the way that he did. If you guys are football fans, you know what I'm talking about. And to dismantle America's team on live television, it goes to show that we get down on these squads all the time. But in reality, anything can happen, guys. Anything can happen. So when we're asking ourselves, what is this team? Even though we have an opinion of it right now, I'm still kind of holding out hope. And watching that Green Bay team is making me feel more hopeful about what this Toronto Blue Jays team could be well, we don't know well, i mean fair enough i mean it could be anything really i mean i saw a, a, a quote by ross atkins earlier today that he 
actually feels optimistic uh, that uh, mm. the free agents are taking this long to sign. <laughs> Whereas a lot of us are sort of panicked because I think we're used to the last few years of getting all of our free agents, getting all the big ones out of the way first, and then like kind of having the complimentary guys come through. Uh, but he feels very optimistic that the fact that Bellinger and Chapman both have not signed and that maybe there could be a possibility the Blue Jays maybe get one of them or get another guy too, like, mm. like a Solaire, like a J.D. Martinez, like a Jock Peterson, because uh, it, they need to go. They need ball teams. So, yeah, like right now it sucks. Like I'm so optimistic that, yeah, we can get one of those guys, and, yeah, that's not going to determine our season. We still need 25 other players mm -hmm. to put up, you know? And so, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I could believe. I know I'm going to start believing when it comes time. Like yeah. when, when the spring training's there, I'm seeing the boys like put up like you know if, if Vladdy's hit, hit like five home runs in spring training, like I'm going to really buy in. Mm. I'm buying in heavy. So yeah. we'll have to see, guys. We'll have to see. I just think that it like it's a different story every season, and these the off seasons are long, and off they seasons are. off seasons are so long that you really start to buy into what it is that you're being fed yeah. as total fact. And I mean, let's face it, right? We are even feeding it to you guys the fact that we are down on the toronto blue jays and like oh. i said there's a lot of reasons for the, for oh. doing that there's a lot of reasons to feel that way but i just i you know after watching what happened yesterday for my favorite football team it's making me reconsider believer I, oh i'm just saying it's like we don't know i don't want to be so quick to count these guys out because mm. every season is a different story and who fucking yeah. knows? Look, I'll say this, and I mean, I'm, I'm very vocal about my opinion on the Jays here on Blue Jays today, but I'll say this, like, I'm upset. I think the most thing I'm upset about is Ross Atkins' failure to deliver thus far. Like, that, that's what I'm upset about. Because I did believe, based on what we saw last year, you needed to get some insurance. It wasn't like, we have to get this player or we're going to suck balls. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we needed a player to provide insurance so that if our guys didn't end up breaking out, like if they did exactly what they did last year offensively, yeah. if we go and we had a Bellinger and he played like he did last year, like, okay, like that elevates everybody. But I still believe some players are going to have bounce back years. That's very likely mm -hmm. based on what they did last year. So if they bounce back and you've got a player with insurance, well, maybe that's the push we needed to go even further than the next step, right? Because mm -hmm. if we were expected to win a playoff game or we won a playoff series last year, right, if that was the next expectation, like imagine we just skipped ahead again and, oh, now we're in the LCS. Like right. that, that's, what, that's why I'm upset because I assumed that was the same mindset, but we haven't seen it all be uh, said and done yet. Yeah. We're still got to wait. No, I, I mean, we really are a, uh, you know, effectively a slave to our expectations, right? I mean, we set mm. the bar and they haven't hit the bar once, you no, know, and this no. off season, there again are reasons to be pissed off <laughs> because of that. Tony friend saying, I can't bounce back. We're, <laughs> We're safe, boys. We got to yeah. hope, man. We, we literally, we got to hope, dude. We got to hope for something. Or potentially, or Elvis Martinez, one of our, uh, you know, former international signings, can he come up and can he make a difference? I'm down for that. Man. I'm so down for that, like, dude. Let's I mean, try. We, I was actually talking about that on, on a recent video yeah. that I put out, and I was looking at all of the prospects in our top 10 system here, yeah. and there are six of them, six in the top 10, mm. who are all set to either uh, come up last year in 2023 or in 2024. Yeah. Right? So, like, there's a lot of people who are potentially MLB ready see, uh, to get going. See, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, they're MLB ready, but will they have a job? Because that's the thing. Yeah. IKF. You just took 
You just took my boy's job, Martinez. Right. Like, what the hell? I'm you hoping know? it's just a Band-Aid thing. It's just like, hey, slap it in. You're there for the first few months. If you're terrible, you're gone. If not, it you know, like see, you, we can be there for a while. See, I would have said that if it was a one-year deal. I it's know. a two-year deal. I know. So, so I keep coming back to that, dude. L listen, listen. I will, I will buy in that there's a Band-Aid on this team if we get rid of Espinal. Oh, it's it's Espinal. I'm sorry. We, we got to keep Biggio. Mm -hmm. We're not going to trade away Schneider. Like if Espinal leaves this team, then I have hope that we have a prospect coming. I yeah. love it. I love Espinal. Great player for the Jays. Just like in his role, he's done well for the Jays. I'm ready for someone else. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing: you have a great big prospect that deserves to play every day, right? And he's not going to play every day with all these dudes here. So that's why I don't know, man. That's why well, we need, or you need an injury or something. Like something needs to happen. For him to get a job, yeah, that you're not expecting. Well, speaking of uh, of saving spots for prospects, folks, uh, let's take a look at uh, the most recent uh, Toronto Blue Jays rumor that's going Ooh. around right now. Yeah. Toronto Blue Jays' top prospect is Ricky Tiedemann. He is a pitcher. He's a starting pitcher and supposed to be one that is going to be pretty good. But apparently, the Toronto Blue Jays have reportedly been monitoring quote-unquote, using that word in, quote, uh, in quotations, monitoring Blake Snell's market, folks. Hmm. Uh, obviously, Blake Snell, I don't need to go too deep on this guy. Hmm. Phenomenal. Won the Cy Young last year. You look at the rankings here, uh, the expected numbers, absolutely through the roof. You look at the last few seasons, 2022, 2023, mm -hmm. really, really freaking good, dude. This is a player. This is a guy I did not expect mm -hmm. it to be a guy that the Toronto Blue Jays were apparently monitoring. Hey, I mean, we were, I guess you can kind of say we were monitoring Yamamoto, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, mm -hmm. I think as a, a any good GM, they keep an eye on what is the market. Yeah. Is he is he falling? Likely no. Like someone's gonna play uh pay totally. for Blake Snell. Absolutely, like they're gonna like they pay for Yamamoto. So I think like they're just watching. Like yeah. it really is nothing, right? Like uh, look, if you, you you spend all that money, how much is he going to get paid this offseason? What, 150 to 200 mil? Something around well, that range? We were, we were looking at a spot rack's projection. They currently mm -hmm. have him sitting at an average annual value of around $24 million. at just shy mm -hmm. of that 23.9. Um, I, I mean, usually, more. yeah, usually these these projections, too, are typically on the conservative side of yeah. things, and typically they get paid more. I could see Snell coming off of a Cy Young year, making 26, 27, even 28 a year yeah. for a small period of time, considering he is going to be 32 years old. I just do not see a reality, and I'm not going to get excited about this one, because mm -hmm. I, I don't see a reality with the Toronto Blue Jays, with the pitching rotation that they have right now, with the needs on the offensive side of the ball, and then also the fact that your literal top prospect is a mm -hmm. starting pitcher. I just don't see it. it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. If you're going to spend all that money on a pitcher, and th then you're just completely punting the offense this year. Any sort of support that you got for the offense, you're punting yeah. it all away. If we are not winning games one to nothing or two to one, we're not winning. But that's the thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> we went through this. We were talking about this off camera. Like we, that was literally the game plan last year. Like the off, the way the offense was uh, constructed and how they were performing, and the way the pitching was performing it was okay. All we gotta do is score three runs, yeah, and, and, and we're gonna win. And we <laughs> couldn't, couldn't even do, do that. They couldn't. We scored one yeah. in two games in the wild card series. So yeah, it, it does. It makes sense if you're thinking about providing more depth for your pitching rotation. Sure. Like if that was a luxury thing that you could do for sure. But I think there's just so many more bigger needs. Like we've been talking about for months on the channel mm. that we need to go out and we need to address the hitting first. I think they're monitoring it. 
in case something falls their yeah. way. Like if a great deal falls on the table and it's sign this here now and, uh, and like maybe, hey, I don't know, like maybe a favorable deal lands in their pockets where, yeah, you can, you can get Snell for two years and then he has an opt out. Mm. Hmm, that might be actually better for the Blue Jays timeline. Maybe they go and they smash that. Yeah. You know, I also think it, this is just a comment kind of on uh, on sports media coverage in general, guys. But the term monitoring, like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually not anything at all. You know, like, like they're uh, I'm monitoring the chat right now. Totally. I'm just looking. I mean, like, just, just any type of thought or, or you know, provocation about Blake Snell. You are now monitoring the situation, you know, like they're monitoring a, uh, a big trade of Boba Shett. Because maybe they've thought about it one time, right? I mean, like, that's literally as far yeah. as you can take that. So I just think that the, that the wording that they're using right there is inherently meant to make us kind of go crazy. Yeah. But when we really think about it, if they're monitoring the situation, then they're kind of just doing their job that's it, yeah. as they should be doing. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, so like, if something happens where there's a crazy deal, they can swoop in. But I'm not holding my breath here. I guarantee it was a very simple, like where this source kind of breaks out, like, oh, Blue Jays are monitoring the situation. I guarantee it was someone saying, talking to like a Blue Jays representative, like, hey, so uh, you guys um, looking at any pitching possible? I know you guys yeah. are in hitting. Oh, yeah. I mean, like we've been kind of following along with like Blake Snell and like his market. But like uh, as of right now, um, you know, we are focused on just maybe the team we have right now and maybe a bat or so. Mm. Like that 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 comment could then that was being blown up. Oh, the Jays, they're making moves on Snell. No, they're, yeah. they're just doing their job. Like you said, it's, a, it's, good point. it's a it's a literal snowball effect that happens. I don't think that Blake Snell is coming to Toronto, no. folks. I do think, and I see it in the in the comments right now, that they're looking at Solaire. I think that's a real thing. That I think real. that's something that, that is really happening. There were some uh, reports that came out a little while ago, a few days ago, that he was getting close to a decision. Yeah. Still hasn't come out yet, but no. he is apparently getting close to a decision. What? So I'm, I'm hoping that that happens soon. In fact, I'm kind of shocked that we haven't seen a Bellinger situation what, yet? Yeah. Like, what, what the fuck is going on there? Dude. I don't understand. Like, of the good hitters left, Hoskins, Bellinger, Chapman, Solaire, uh, Peterson, Martinez, like, those are six very good hitters. Yeah. It's a month now, guys, Literally. until pitchers and catchers February are reporting. February 24th is the, is the first spring training game. Yeah. And that's, pitchers, a, that's a game. Pitchers and catchers report on, like, you, you see in players will show up to camp, too, like two weeks before yeah. the first game. We are like, a guys, month away. Come on. Don't you want to go get your house? Yeah. Don't you want to go meet your teammates? What's, what are we waiting for here? Dude, that's honestly, like, that makes me think the <laughs> most that Cody Ballinger is going to go back to Chicago. Yeah, because there right. is no rush right, right now for him, you know, because you think that if he was really serious about going right. to another place, then that's something that you want to get yeah. out of the way sooner rather than later. You can Good move point. your family, you can buy your house, you can get established, you can meet the team, you can do everything. But if you already are in Chicago, you're already totally set up, you know the way that they work, you know the way that they operate, you know all the personnel you could theoretically wait until the first spring training game mm. to sign. Like you literally right. could do that and it'd be no problem because you're just walking straight back into the clubhouse. So are we, so with that being said, are we thinking that Matt Chapman comes Matt back Chapman. to the Blue Jays? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, like I do <laughs> think that there's, there is kind of something, some type of narrative there. I don't want to snowball like right, we right, just right. talking about with the Blake Snell situation. Right, right, right. But I do find it weird that, yeah, like all a lot of these big names are still remaining on the market right now. And you got to think that the more time that transpires Fires, uh, it just feels more likely. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this totally total bullshit. Yeah, call yeah. me out if you guys think so. But it kind of feels more likely that you would stay in the same place 
the more mm-hmm. time that goes by. You'd think so. I, I mean, know. I mean, these one-year guys don't have that luxury. No, the bigger no. guys, but for the sure, bigger guys, you know? they have that luxury. So I hear you. Real quick, just pivot here. Um, we have someone in the chat asking which nine players just signed, and it better not be clickbait. <laughs> don't you worry. This is a live stream right now. We covered it in the first half. We signed nine international free agents. If you want, go back in the video, check it out. We covered all there, man. Yeah, guys, let us know in the comments down below uh, your thoughts, but everything that we talked about in today's video, guys. Tomorrow, we're going to have a little uh, podcast coming out, kind of breaking down coaching changes that the Toronto Blue Jays made from last year to this year. They just revealed everybody's title, all their stuff. Kind of some interesting stuff there that we're going to talk about, guys, so make mm. sure to tune into that. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching. And as always, Go Jays Go! Jays go!